0: (laughs) Yeah. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds, I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we will continue our breakdown of the incoming draft prospects. We'll be touching on the defensive ends slash outside linebackers, the defensive tackles, and the inside linebacker position. And obviously, we'll touch on some news and notes around the NFL. But first, Kevin, I see you have lost some weight. How you doing, my friend?
1: Oh, I'm streamlined, baby. Look at me. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful.
0: So for those of us who are listening and uh, not watching the video, Kevin has shaved his eight-month-old beard. So he is looking right. slim and trim and decades younger.
1: Thank you. I had no choice It's that time of year. It gets really nasty with this endless sweating. So uh, for four months, I'll shave. Come mid-August, we'll start letting her grow again. There's a few things in the world I hate more than shaving. I won't get into those things or people. So, But just let it be known that shaving is high on the list of things that I truly despise. I feel like I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, Deep hatred it, for shaving. Yeah, I don't really
1: grow it just because I want to have a beard necessarily. I like my beard. It is fantastic wonderful uh you're dreamy even but it's more just because i hate shaving i mean the ladies well, like to stroke the beard well so you say now before i shade it just to throw this out there real quick i told the little lady she could braid it the day before i shaved it so tuesday she uh, her last day of break she uh put three long braids in it and i wore them all over the place to a tennis match to a clinic Things like that. So all kinds of people got to see the braids. They thought they were fantastic. And then gone. Why haven't I seen a picture? Uh, I'll send you one. It's on the phone. I did take a picture. Oh, so excellent. I'll have, to, I'll have to send you one there, friend.
0: Look forward to that. Uh, speaking of looking forward to things, I know for years you've been clamoring for a wide receiver. Your Ravens went out and got one, buddy.
1: OBJ, yeah, what do you think? I don't think much of it. As you know, when it first happened, I was just annoyed. Uh, the more I've thought about it, the more I think it is it is great for the Ravens. You mentioned today, regardless if he's past his prime, they're still going to have – defense will still have to account for him. Uh, I want, I wonder how annoyed he's going to be when he doesn't – when the ball isn't even thrown to him. When it does, it's nowhere close to him. But I do think, again, a positive out of it is that he's best buds with L and this can't do anything but help. Get L Jacks to sign and come back. As much as I'm annoyed with him and done with him, obviously it's still the Ravens best option, so I'd still like him back. Uh nope. the other thing we talked about, you know, all these things, all these experts and other people, people that don't have any idea what they're talking about, also don't understand the cap, you know, don't real all talk about how he's they grossly overpaid, but again, they don't understand it. There's four dead years, so it's only three and a half mil per year of dead cap money, which is nothing. Because again, as we discussed, the caps expected over the next five years to go up sixty million dollars. So this will be a drop in the bucket if it means that they he can get some production out of him and and bring in Ljax. One quick thing. I see some people on here saying that Bateman and OBJ, man, when healthy, could be one of the best teams in the league. Well, that's an awful big if and when there because they're I I bet there won't be more than six games. That there are six or seven games that they're on the field at the same time. Well,
0: OBJ also came out and said that he has received no assurances that Lamar will be the quarterback. Correct. So he just he signed to sign. Yeah.
1: Um, well, he still thinks so. I mean, they, they showed them partying together. They are really close friends. I, I can't imagine that this that there's no correlation in all of this. That just seems, right, That Bugs Bunny would say there's no such thing as a quinky dink." All this stuff is related. So I, I definitely, I was getting to the point that we were well under 50% of me thinking he's coming back. I am now up to about 75% that he will be the week one starter now for the Ravens.
0: I'm probably with you on that. Uh, another player that is currently not signed, Saquon Barkley, came out and said he refuses to sign yeah. the franchise tag. And then the Giants come out, well, the Giants didn't themselves, but a reporter for the Giants came out and said, I'm pretty sure the Giants have no interest in actually signing Barkley to a long-term deal. So this could be a pretty big stalemate and a huge piece of the offensive puzzle for the Giants that uh, they may be without if he really stands pat on not signing.
1: Well, I saw some stats today. You may have seen this. Something along the lines of the reason why the Giants don't want to do long-term with him is because they... Don't trust that his legs aren't already given out. You saw stats from last year. I think first half of the season he averaged like five point nine yards per carry. Second half of the season, three point eight. And let's Did think about see- that because at that point they were winning too. So it's not like teams were just, you know, focusing on him. The Giants were winning games. So so is there something to that? I don't know. Him not signing, how stupid can you be? You're 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 already at least halfway through a running back life, if not more with his size and how much mileage he's got and the injuries to sit out, it's just going to end up being a bell situation. He'll be out of the league in three years. If he does that.
0: Well, if you remember back to Saquon's rookie year, and I know that you do when everyone else was clamoring for him and saying he's the greatest running back, you know, ever. And for, you know, at least forever. And this guy's career is going to be incredible. You and I were talking and both of us were in agreement, a dude this big, that runs this fast and can cut this way there's no way his body can stand up to it yeah uh, we, we were proven right once you know he seems to be healthy now hopefully will be proven wrong and he will have a long career but you and i have been saying this for a while maybe his legs are given out already
1: yeah. i mean we called him the david boston of this generation of players just too big too fast the human body is just not made to support that. It just isn't. We can pretend, and maybe in about a hundred generations more, when our joints can catch up to to everything else in our bodies, maybe that'll be the case. But it is not now. There's very few Derrick Henrys in the world. That's correct.
0: Um, all right, so I have I have an issue, and um, with my guy Daniel Jeremiah from um, Moving the Sticks. Podcast with the NFL Network, and he's all over TV and everything. He's one of my favorite analysts to listen to. I never miss a podcast with him and Bucky Brooks. I catch him on TV whenever I can. Love this guy. One of the very few fellas in the business that I actually take their opinion into account. Um, So my one of my issues, actually, it's actually technically only my issue, my only issue with him is that he has, if you look at his top fifty. At number 12, I believe it is, is Will Levis. And if you read the write-up he puts for each player in the top 50, Will Levis' is almost entirely negative. I don't know how you can – if you close your eyes and read it, you'd think, man, this guy is awful. If that's what you're writing about the guy that you think is the 12th best player in the class, who the heck do you have at 13? Right. But you go all the way to the end. I think he has Hendon Hooker at, I don't know, 45, 46, something like that. If you just blindly read what he wrote for Hendon Hooker, you're like, oh, man, this guy's going to be good. Like, this guy's talented. But everything he wrote about Will Levis is negative. What are you doing, DJ? Why is he at 12 for you? I I don't understand how it works out this
1: way. Let me ask you this. Is that how – is he when he's picking his players? Is he picking as in like that's where mm-hmm. he would do, or that's where nope. he think they'll go?
0: No, just talent. How talented he thinks they are. Oh, so Bajon okay. Robinson's Bryce Young, he has a number one. Bajon Robinson's number three. There's not a chance anywhere that Bajon's going number three. But he, but Daniel Jeremiah thinks Bajon is the third best player in the draft.
1: He he might be right. It's just running backs are extremely devalued, right?
0: Right. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with you talking so terribly about Will Levis, but he's still your 12th player, rated player. I don't, I don't understand.
1: Did, did you contact this fella or try to contact him and get some. I haven't had time,
0: but he'll he'll catch a tweet. He'll catch a tweet from G Y B R underscore podcast. Don't worry. Uh, and another thing, and this is my fault. I'm, I'm not upset with him. I'm upset with myself because on their podcast, I listened to today at the gym. They started going over something that Lance Zerline, another NFL guy who I enjoy him as well, that he put out a few days ago, maybe a week ago, about how he he said, you know, there's a possibility Houston may not actually take a quarterback at two. And I'm like, I'm going nuts. I started scrolling through our Facebook stuff. I never posted it. I scroll through Twitter stuff. I never posted it. Luckily. I spoke to you about it about two weeks ago where I I had mentioned briefly, I didn't go into detail, that, hey, this doesn't actually make – I mean, it makes some sense. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it makes a little bit for Houston to – even if they don't want to trade back, stay at two and pick a very clean player like Will Anderson. We're going to talk about him in a little bit, but not take a QB this year. So – and my thoughts are Twofold. Right now, they currently have two first-round picks next year. Um, Theirs plus Cleveland's because they got that in the Watson deal. They have second, third picks. They have ammo to put themselves in any position in the draft that they want to. They they have a top-five pick this year, right? They're picking two. If they don't take a QB, if they end up with Davis Mills as their starter or whoever – they're probably going to be a top two or three pick next year anyway. So to get the first overall pick wouldn't be uh, too crazy for them. They wouldn't have to give up the farm in order to do that. And next year's quarterback class, according to everybody, Caleb Williams, Drake May, somebody else that that steps into the into the ring with them, they're supposedly far better than what's coming out this year. Plus, if I'm D'Amico Ryan's first-year head coach, I go to ownership, say, look, Here's my plan. It's going to sound crazy. Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, whoever you want, they're they're phenomenal athletes. They're the best player in the draft. Let's take them at two. I know it, it's a very very safe pick. And then let's get the QB in next year's draft that can actually win us games. If you don't believe on who you have here, I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now. I should have I should have brought it up. Um, I didn't. That's on me. Uh, but it, it, and if D'Amico Ryan's brings that to the ownership, hey, look, be, give me an extra year of grace. You know, don't fire me in two years if we're not winning. Give me that extra third year or fourth year because this is the plan. It's going to work out for us.
1: Well, but, we can't count on that because they're going through coaches like. Yeah,
0: like, I know. Well, that's part of the thing. Right? That's. Right. That's part of the deal where it's like, hey, give me some grace here.
1: So I will vouch for you that you did say this. Now, it's not like we didn't have a long discussion. You did bring it up because I quickly told you you'd lost your mind and that made no sense. If this was last year, I'd be completely on board with what you're saying. When there was five, maybe even six guys who were worthy of going number one. This year, there's just not enough talent in the draft to pass on. I I cannot. I think it would just blow minds if they don't take a quarterback there. And you might be right, and maybe oh yeah, maybe maybe you're gonna look like a genius, a soothsayer, you know. Uh, but th- this would that would be just one major wrinkle in the whole thing. I I just I, I like to botch I and mean, There's there is definitely some logic to it. You're right, but uh man, to, to pass on one of those quarterbacks and then that's this plan not work out, you end up winning six games and you don't get one of those guys next year, and then you have all this talent, but you're not winning. Because you have Davis Mills as your starter. Who we, you and I both are more fond of Davis Mills, I think, than others, but we certainly don't think he's a guy who's going to lead you to the playoffs. Correct. Right. And Hedgewood freaking roll. That that could would, I know. Uh, so so what you're saying makes sense. I do vouch for you, you did bring this up a couple of weeks ago. But to see it happen, this is like a dumb and dumber deal, like a one in a million chance.
0: What I think is what I think has a much more um
1: I saw that one in a
0: million talk. Sorry. <laughs> I, I know. Anytime I can quote Lloyd Christmas, I got to jump on it. <laughs> um, uh, something I think has a much better chance of happening is someone trading back up into the end of the first round for Hendon Hooker. And I know that's, you know, catching a lot of steam here. The, you know, those rumors, if we think back to 2018 with your Ravens uh, in order to jump uh, back into the to that last pick of the first round they actually traded with my eagles they gave up pick 52 125 and a second round pick the following year uh for pick 32 and 132 so it's an extra second round pick uh, to move up i think that's fine compensation if you think the quarterback of the future is there i think it Mm -hmm. definitely worked out for the ravens in that regard
1: for a while getting
0: uh getting lamar jackson right and if you think hendon hooker is going to play well which you and i both do and most uh, people do, do um why not man indianapolis could do it if they if they skip on a team or if they skip on a qb at four they got plenty of ammo to uh to trade up plus they have shane Steichen, which we've talked about jalen hurts whisperer why not do the same thing with hendon hooker you know similar uh, playing styles. Seattle could definitely do it. They got picked five twenty in the first round, but then they have thirty seven, fifty two, and eighty three. Detroit has forty eight and fifty five. You give up those two picks, boom, you're in the first round for sure, in my opinion. Um, you know, with Kansas City, the Eagles like to trade back. You know, someone on the on the end there. Uh this is really gaining steam and I like it a lot. Well, that's if you that fifth round that fifth year option yeah. by that's right. why teams want to do that. And that's a
1: huge thing with him because that's, well, I was just going to say part of the thing with Hooker, it's different from Ljax. Ljax was coming in all this healthy. Hooker, no matter who he goes to, has almost got to be a red shirt. We discussed that last week. And it's funny. Again, Bugs Bunny, I'm sure this is just a coincidence, but I hadn't seen or heard any of this stuff anywhere until a week and a half ago we start talking about him and Hooker and, and how much we love him and this and that and the other. And now all of a sudden it's freaking everywhere. All these teams love him. He's moving out. I know again, clinky dink, but it's, it's uncanny sometimes how brilliant we really are. So
0: obviously no one in, you know, the NFL world, PFF, you, wherever you're looking, they're not listening to our podcast. They should. They're (laughs) definitely listening to, they're definitely not listening to our private conversation, but I'll be darned if this doesn't happen quite a bit. And you're absolutely right. And if,
1: there was nothing, were,
0: nothing about him. And a ton of people were talking, Oh well, you know, Will Levis would be best if he sat a year. Anthony Richardson would be best if he sat a year. Well, if they're sitting a year anyway, and I know I talked about this last week, and Hooker's got to sit a year. and Hooker threw 58 touchdowns compared to five interceptions the last two years. Yeah, The dude He's doesn't said, turn well, the ball it, over,
1: man. But uh, it's more just because of the injury.
0: I, I right, think. But but ACLs are nothing anymore. I mean, people come back from ACLs in eight months. If the dude's sitting a sometimes, year, if Levis and Anthony, right, if Levis and and Richardson are sitting a year anyway, and they're perfectly healthy, they're sitting a year because yeah, they're, they're, they're not good it, yeah. enough. They're not good enough, is why they're sitting a year. This dude is definitely good enough. He just has an injury that is proven to be to becoming easier to come back from. I just, it's maddening to me.
1: I saw something awesome in a mock, uh, I believe, yesterday. KC uh, late in the second round taking Marvin Mims. It kills oh. my Sky Moore uh, dynasty uh, slot, but oh boy, that would be dreamy. Yeah, but I of course, mean, we thought the same thing with Sky Moore. Yes, yes. Gosh, I don't, I have, I
0: still, he's got to come back this year. He's going to have an awesome year.
1: That's what Reed says. Who's Sky are relying on one of this year? That his everything about their offense, a lot of it's going to be around him now. So we'll see. see. I hope. All right, you ready to jump into these uh, prospects? Yeah, I don't have much to say about these fellas, as I've told you earlier today, because... That's why I'm here, buddy. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's because, again, there's really pretty much one or two players in all of this that I think are real difference makers. Other ones are be good, solid players, but not like last year, where like, the top 10 picks were all guys that were going to go in and really change teams. I just don't see that hey. with this group
0: and one thing that people need to remember when the draft just cut co- when the d- draft does come in 2 weeks from today i believe is just cuz your team we get we get so enamored with quarterbacks and wide receivers and running backs the big boys are who wins you championships and sometimes the big guys um you know those picks they lull us to sleep so it's kind of boring but guess what man the the eagles took lane johnson fourth overall 10 years ago and he's one of the best offensive tackles in the league and won a Super Bowl and got to another. You know, like those just because your team takes a big boy, don't like, don't let it get you down. Oh, no, That's how you They're win. I was
1: I was enamored. I liked the offensive guys so offensive line, but the the this this whole deal. Like last year, dude, we were totally enamored with the defensive linemen and anything that was going the corners, everything. But this year I'm just I don't know. I guess I'm just maybe I'm a Debbie Downer this year. I'm just less than impressed with this overall level of talent. And I know you are, too. We've talked about it numerous times.
0: They don't have the top end players. There's no Aiden Hutchinson, you know, that kind of deal. It's very deep, though. And, again, this is the story of the draft. We talked about this last week with I don't even remember who it was. What position? Offensive lineman, same deal, where, you know, your best player, maybe second best player to your eighth player aren't separated by very much. Right. Um, and that's, for me, that's the defensive ends. Um, Will Anderson, number one, and it's like the the least exciting number one uh, overall prospect for the position, I think. And it has nothing to do with him. He had two, he had over 200 quarterback pressures in three seasons. That's incredible. And kind of absurd to think, absurd to think about. He's very explosive. He's fluid. He can win with speeding, win with power. I watched him split double teams and, you know he can play either side; doesn't really matter. Standing up, hand in the dirt, good against run, good against pass, whatever. Watching his film, I was never blown away. I just sat there and thought, "Man, this dude is an awesome football player." Yeah, he's just good at at, and it's oh, you know, all these guys are good. No, 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 no. Like if you're picking a, a flag football team, you're picking Will Anderson over every other one of these guys because he's just great at we had set between sacks and tackles for loss he had 75 and a half over the last two seasons Woo, that is some serious production and he's not he doesn't have an awesome spin move and he's not you know bull rushing guy straight in the quarterback slap every play he's he just gets it done every single play
1: he's the guy that you you I'm not sure who you described this as last week he's just a guy that's really good at everything. Yeah, There's no one thing that he's going to be the best guy in the league, but there's no one thing he'll even be close to the worst guy in the league. He's just going to be a good, all-around solid player. I told you today I don't see any of these guys being somebody that takes the 27th-ranked defense and moves them the whole way up to the 8th-ranked defense. I don't see that. I've actually and, – and the other thing with him is some of you and I are – for whatever reasons, you and I have become very skeptical of any defensive players from Alabama or Georgia. Because the rest of their defense is a freaking all-pro team. And how much of it is them? How much of it is that they have this all-pro squad all around them playing teams weaker than them week after week after week? That said, yeah, the guy's going to be a beast. He is. But uh, but there's not even like a talk of him going number one. I mean, usually when you, you're top-edge rusher every year, there's at least some talk that this guy might pass the quarterbacks, whoever else, and go number one. Right. It right. happens every year. This year I, I've not seen a mock anywhere in the world that has any of these guys going one. As a matter of fact, I saw quite a few today and yesterday where Tyree Wilson is going above Anderson. We talked about that earlier yep. today, you and I, that he has been moving up steadily week after week to like thirty percent of the mock drafts now have him going ahead of Anderson.
0: And he's actually my third ranked uh pass rusher out of Texas Tech, six six two seventy five. So he's got a he's He's got some good size on him, Uh, and that allows him to play inside or outside. Uh, He had 50 pressures on the quarterback just this season alone. Uh, He can set the edge against a run, which is good. Um, I noticed he was pretty good at pressing offensive linemen off his body, so obviously he's strong to be able to do that. He's got good pursuit, and uh, the dude had a better win rate than Will Anderson for pass rushing stuff. Uh, and and like you just said, some teams, they NFL teams. I've heard from several dudes in the business. They have him, Tyree Wilson, as their number one uh, pass rusher. And if dude, listen, this happened last year. We we saw this. Everyone was in love with Hutchinson. He's the cleanest prospect. But who went first, man? Trayvon Walker. Um,
1: right. That what a could definitely happen for one year. Yeah. But they're yeah. they're saying they're going to coach him up and make him better. That the athleticism's still there, and he's starting. I I've. Imagine what Jackson did. Imagine they did all that with Hutchinson. I know why <laughs> they might have beat KC in that playoff game. My gosh, it's imagine like... him chasing freaking Pat Mahomes all over the place. That might have been so. So these picks matter, dude. Uh, but I, a matter of fact, I told you earlier, I even saw one today where Miles Murphy was the second one, he went fifth and Anderson went six or seven. He he was the third edge guy taken. It's like they,
0: it's like Jacksonville went to IKEA and bought a coffee table, and they could have bought a cheaper one that was already put together, just as good, better than the one they bought, but they would rather put it together themselves.
1: Yeah, that they're, makes no they're sense gonna, to me. I, I have a bad feeling they're going to regret that for a long time. And you and I, as I told you last week, the Ravens are on my last nerve. They they they're they're back in my good graces for the moment. But I'm getting to the point of of thinking like you know what I'm done with this. I can't deal with this ineptitude anymore. And if I have to pick another team, it's going to be the Jags or the Lions. If the Jags had Hutchinson, that would make it really easy. Well, right, yeah. Since he's with Detroit, I might. I, but I'm still with the Ravens now. People, don't don't fret, don't fret. But I'm getting really fed up, really As fed up. That.
0: Uh, so my actual, so we skipped over my second rated pass rusher because he's not in the top ranked players for most of folks out there but i have him at number two for me and is one of the very few players in this draft that i actually loved watching his film and he got me excited zach charbonnet is the other uh another one uh that i loved watching this film but keon white from georgia tech i think two months ago i told you to, to watch tape of this guy six five two eighty five so he's even um got 10 pounds on tyree wilson Keon White is explosive off the ball. He he is huge and but he looks huge. There, you know, there are times you look in the field and you're like, there's no way that guy's this size. He is. He has great effort, especially when fighting underneath. I watched this dude try to bull rush, didn't work, went to a swim move, didn't work, and then finally won with a spin move, all on the same play. So he's got tricks in his bag he can pull out whenever he wants to. He this dude lives in the backfield. He's pretty good in the open field for, for you know, a larger fella. He plays angry. I watched him literally grab dudes, trying to block him, and throw them to the ground. He lined up all over the place. Relentless effort. And you know me. I, I need three things from a player. I need high character. I need relentless effort. And I want you to be versatile if you can be. And this guy is all of those things. You can draft him and play him at defensive end. Or move him in and play defensive tackle. He's got that size and that ability to do either one of those things. Um, and then, speaking of my boy, Jeremiah, Daniel Jeremiah, I just read during his 50 top 50 draft prospects uh, his breakdown. He said, On tape, you can see Keon White peel off and mirror running backs 30 yards down the field in coverage. He's 6'5, 285, covering running backs 30 yards down the field. And then um, there was a, uh, what was it? A uh, I don't uh, what effort motor. He was trying to block. I don't know if it's a fumble recovery or a or a uh, interception. I didn't ha- I didn't watch it yet because I just saw it today. But he said Keon White ran eighty yards down the field looking f- to block somebody. Oh, and a fumble return, defensive tackle, defensive end running eighty yards just to block some dude. That's effort, man. That shows that you want it, and I absolutely love Keon White. And if the oh if the Eagles can take him, I know it never happened because they never take anyone I want them to, but if they could take him at 30, oh I'd be so happy.
1: Are, are you finished? Uh, I don't
0: know. I'll, yes.
1: Sweet Jeebus. Mm,
0: I know. I'm, I won't talk I won't talk about anybody.
1: Oh, boy, that now. was uh that was a mouthful there for a guy who's gonna go somewhere in the early mid second round. I know. I know. So what you're saying is when somebody takes him with the 45th pick, you feel they're gonna get a steal. The steal from hell.
0: Absolute steal.
1: I uh he's a monster. He's like Bruce Smith size. The dude is yes. really just scary looking. Um yeah, I, I I don't know what to say. You you just talked about this guy as though he should be a top five pick. I'm a, I'm am I'm a little perplexed by it. I know you get behind certain players, and and I love, I love how motivated you get with these guys, and you and you and you go to bat for them. But I, I I've seen I've seen drafts where he goes as low as sixty. Others now he's moving up a little bit. I see he's refusing to go. What what's his reason for refusing to go to the draft?
0: Man, I feel like I just read it, and and I can't remember. I, I don't I even heard know about a it today.
1: Reason. As I was riding that. He was invited, but was like the last guy to decide he wasn't going. But he got invited. Yeah.
0: That's something.
1: And that's something. That's what I was going to say. So he's a guy that in every mock in existence, he's not going in the first round. Matter of fact, I don't think I've seen him go above 40. Um, if, But if I had to maybe, go again, it, maybe somebody's listening to this and he's going to end up going number six.
0: So – man if i did an overall top like prospect list he would be in my top 10 i would take him over
1: maybe the one thing i've read is that some scouts think he's too big now for what he's going to be in four years and not be able to keep up that level of speed and be able to do what he's currently doing because he's eventually going to be too heavy because very few guys go in league and stay or lose weight they all end up getting bigger so that that's the one knock that he's actually maybe too big. But he can also he can he can move down inside if that happens because
0: he yep. already has. Yeah, that's a different position.
1: It's not the same. He might not be as good in there. His his place. Dude, you talk about this guy like he's your play child. Play. <laughs> the look! Yes. Old, I wish anybody's not watching. The look <laughs> on Bobby's face when I just saw that. Like I'm going to jump through this and strangle that guy. I've, like like I've I've I just put it. down your son, or you're talking bad about your dad. I mean sweet lord buddy relax (laughs) shake it out
0: calm down a little bit we better move on
1: (laughs) we better sweet lord
0: uh you're right
1: hey maybe the eagles grab him and and at first they'd have to trade up and where do they are they late in the second also
0: uh yes yeah yeah yeah, they should
1: be but i know trades had moved them around anywhere
0: um, uh, I, I saw. See like I'm looking
1: at one right now. Has been going 59 to the Bills.
0: How about the Steelers, man? The first pick in the second round, they picked 32 because of Chase Claypool. That yeah, wow. giving him to Chicago, man, worked out great though Chicago-
1: for for them, man. For to the team who ends up with the number one pick, it was great because they got great value. Pittsburgh, yes, yeah. But if you're Chicago, you got to be kicking yourself. See, I'm still, I'm not with you there. I, 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 I got to get the know. guy one complete season there, and with a, with a quarterback who hopefully is going to learn how to throw a little better.
0: A guy that I know you like, oh, at least I'm pretty sure you like, is Lucas Van Ness. He's my fourth-rated pass rusher from Iowa, six-five, two seventy-two. He did the, uh, the short shuttle four-three-two, which is pretty impressive for a guy so large. Definitely a power rusher. Uh, And he's, I mean, his power is pretty unique. It's he's, he's strong and explosive. He's another guy that you could move and play inside if you absolutely had to. Uh, You probably want him to beef up a little bit in order to do that. But, um, man, he's strong. And the, the one knock that I had on him was I'm watching. It was tough for me to find film on him because he's not, he wasn't a starter. And I came to find out, like, that's just how Iowa does it because he's not a senior. They start the seniors every game, no matter what. It's just how they do things there in Iowa, even if they're not the best player, whatever. Do your thing, I guess. The, uh, my question was, a guy who's playing like 50% of the snaps, is he going to be this, that productive at the NFL level where he's probably going to have to play more than that? Because this guy's coming in fresh all of the time. See, that's right? that's this, a that's caveat there. Win- that
1: Yes, but this is also the thing now. He's going to the NFL with fresh lays because he wasn't overused in college. So, you, you know, there's two sides to that to that ship there.
0: But is he going to have as much power? Is he going to have, um you know, as much explosion off the line when it's a fourth quarter and he's already been on the field for 55 plays?
1: Yeah, well, we're going to find out, I guess, next year, aren't we, buddy?
0: We are. Uh, he's got a chance to go in the top 10. He's getting mocked he to the Eagles. I, I rarely around.
1: see him get out of, like, top 20, 21. A lot of things I see have him going to the Seahawks. But every once in a while, I have this rare find we discuss where I see him going to the Eagles, dropping yeah. that far, because a lot of the teams after about 21 are are not really in, in the business for, for him. That's not really a need. And he ends up dropping the whole way down to the Eagles.
0: And And he could be another player. Let's say he does, because there's always one or two players that make a drop, and you're like, what's going on here? If he makes it in the 20s, he could be a rare non QB that a team might try to trade up back up in the first round for just because of how much the NFL values pass rushers.
1: I think so. that'll be interesting to see if that happens. I think you're right. And again, people, the average person watching all this and listening to this, they just don't understand the value of that fifth year. Taking a guy at 32 and taking a guy at 33 are two completely different things.
0: Well, this year it's 31 and
1: well, 32. Well, 31 and 32, but typically yeah. 32
0: and 33. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Next up, Miles Murphy for me from Clemson, 6'5", 275. Um, he needs to add some pass rushing moves, man. Uh, he's powerful and he's strong and he has a, a nice motor. But for me, I only saw him um, like bull rush. I didn't see – I don't think I saw a single swim move. Definitely not a spin. Just plays really hard. Um, he does chase down plays with effort. So, like I said, he has a good motor. I do love that. I watch him stay home to defend trick plays. He didn't get sucked into all that. So, you know, he, he seems smart enough to to learn other pass rushing moves. But he's he's a uh, a ball of clay that needs some molding, which is why I have him lower than some of these other guys.
1: He's very fast too. Um, what was his times? Four, five, seven on the forty. No way. Yeah. 268, 457. Wow. Yeah, he's fast. He's going to chase some some plays from behind. I don't know he's another one that I look at. I think he's going to be a really solid contributor for years. He'll be in the Pro Bowl a handful of times. I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Fame. Right? I don't think he's going to go in and instantly change a defense. But he's going to go early, probably top 15, 16, and be a beast.
0: Yeah, I think so. That's probably 15, 16, around in there. I top
1: twenty for sure, right? Oh, I, I don't I don't there's no way he's coming out of the twenty. And that's something drastic yeah. happening now and then. There's no way he's making out of the top twenty. It, as uninspiring as some of these guys are, again, we're not saying that they're not good, but I think both of us have found ourselves being mildly subjective as opposed to objective because we're we're basing all this on last year's crop. And and it's just like it's just not quite the same. These guys, we think all of them are going to be beast in the league. None of these people we're talking about, we feel are going to be out of league in three years or, or special teamers. None of us think that. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see where he goes here. But yeah, teams are still they're always searching for that one edge guy that's going to make a huge difference for the next five, six, seven years.
0: And then we get to I got one, two, three, four, I got five guys here that. I mean, I have them in an order, but if you wanted to just draw one out of a hat and tell me who is next, I believe you. We got Will McDonald, um, the fourth from Iowa State, Felix Anudike Uzoma from Kansas State, Nolan Smith, really small guy from Georgia. Would he have
1: probably? Do you think Nolan Smith, if he could have went last year, would have went higher?
0: I don't know. I mean, because he was going. he was competing with his own teammate last year, right? Yeah, Trayvon true. Walker having both yeah. of them there. Um, Then we have—I'm not going to attempt the first name. I know they call him Tommy, so I'm going to stick with Tommy. And then Adiba Ware yeah. from Northwestern, and then BJ Ojolari, whose brother Azizo Ojolari is already in the NFL. But all of these guys, it's—you know—besides um, Adiba Ware, they're pr- smaller fellas. He's 6'2", 282, dominated the combat. Dude ran a four-four-nine. Okay, this, I mean this guy's nice. awesome. Um well, I don't want to say awesome, but he's a solid player. Very extremely athletic. The other guys are smaller, with Nolan Smith being the smallest. You know that all of my notes that they're quick off the ball, uh, they're not powerful enough. It's all kind of the same deal.
1: And, and pretty much all of them, honestly, are projected to go in the mid to late second round. They're just well, no, Nolan, Nolan Smith's projected can. to go higher, but I just don't. I think who who's the one that dropped? Who's his teammate that dropped to the third round last year?
0: Um, Nickoby Dean. I really can see him. it
1: happening again. I can really see him dropping. Oh, dude, that's the same. They're the same size. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their right? teams are going to look at it and they're gonna say, yeah, little. Need Actually, I think bigger. Nolan
0: Smith. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they're um, selling out.
1: Nolan Smith cracking the
0: top ten. I know six two two thirty eight. What, what positions he going now? If I run a three four. And I'll put him at outside backer. That might work a little better than a four three end or something like that. I'm but looking still, at
1: one right now that hasn't gone number ten to the Eagles. I mean, oh,
0: too long.
1: Oh, I can't, can't do that to me. Don't please, t <laughs> so Let's let's say I want to see say, the fo- I want to see the steam come out the headpiece on my on my phone again.
0: <laughs> let's see
1: what. Do, let's say you you know
0: you have a, a three four defense and you put him <laughs> at the outside linebacker. I don't care who my running back is, I'm running at him Yeah,
1: you're just going to bowl play. him over. Every play. Might, might not work the first quarter, but by the third quarter, he's going to be taking okay. a step back every tackle. You
0: Did know? you want to get into any of these guys more?
1: Not really. They're all, like you said, they're all the same guy. They're all going to go mid to late second round, except Nolan Smith will go earlier, unless he has a precipitous fall like his teammate. But, no, my nobody is- else is uh, – there's no real diamond in the rough here that I see as the number 30-ranked guy who's all of a sudden going to jump into round two and make a difference.
0: One thing I say about Will McDonald, the dude, he had an 11-foot broad jump, okay? And then I watched a video that he jumped over a car in the parking lot, legitimately jumped over a car, the the top of the car, not the hood, not the trunk. That's pretty athletic. So that He's, was he's
1: another one, though, that – you could make the case he's maybe just a little bit light. Yes. The teams oh, yeah. are he's immediately only a couple going to want Smith. to put 10 pounds on him this summer, right off the bat. Yeah. And we've seen with some of these guys, when they some of them are great. You put it on and nothing changes. Other guys, you put on 10 pounds and we lose it. We, we lose we've a little anchors speed. Now. We lose a little bit of this. We lose a little bit of stamina and maybe you're a monster in the first quarter, not so much in the fourth quarter. So the, these smaller guys, they're quick, but This is the NFL. Everybody's quick. Sure. So. Um, All right. Defensive tackles.
0: This is it's Jalen Carter and the rest. It's not even close. Maybe the biggest drop off of any position between who's the who's the best and then who's second of any position that we have um, this year. We've already talked about him. He's incredible. He's a monster. He's a disruptor. He can, he can take over a game. I promise he's all those he things to. in
1: the locker room too and I outside am the stadium. Well said.
0: Yep, well said. Um, without the character traits, he could be the guy that would jump to number one overall. He
1: goes right? to the right team, he's got a chance of being the difference maker of this entire draft, offense or defense. Goes to the wrong team, he's going to be in jail within three years.
0: He was the best player on the best college team Full of NFL talent two years in a row, even yep. as it last year. It just goes
1: out of his way to screw
0: it all up. So, who's your second? I've only got four other guys down I mean, here.
1: And, and only not because I was overly, superly impressed, but Brian Brees, in most places, is, is the second highest rank. Um, most things have him, would be the next one taken. I'll, I, I don't know. Dude. The, again, you know where he's from. I don't. Brian. Now I've heard it, Brees. I've heard Breesy,
0: I've heard Bracy. Okay. Okay. He was the number. He's six five, three hundred pounds from Clemson. He was the number one player coming out of high school in the country. From Damascus High School, Montgomery County, Maryland. Oh, very good. Yep. Um, for me, he's big. Three
1: A or four A? I think they're four. Aren't uh, they?
0: Well, I don't know these teams change every now and then. Well, they do, yeah,
1: but but typically they're a team fighting for state championships and people that don't know it, Maryland actually has some pretty high-level football because of Baltimore and D.C.
0: Not a whole... Texas probably has, you know, 50 teams that are excellent really, really good. Texas
1: is also 100 times the size of Maryland.
0: Maryland, D.C., there's probably 10 that are yeah. Solid year. But I'm after just saying, year there's
1: year. some solid things. Yeah. There's some high level talent that comes out of Maryland.
0: Uh, so Bersi, he's big. He, he moves easily. Pretty quick get off. He ran a four eight six forty. Um, that's moving for a three hundred pound fella. I think he could be better at disengaging in blocks. I think he struggled there a little bit. Um, he gets stalled out the line sometimes. He did face a lot of double teams. Um, when he wasn't double teamed, he was pretty good at extending and getting linemen off of his body. I'll tell you, standing around at the Combine, he did an interview. He looks very solidly built. He he is not a sloppy six five, three hundred 300 pounds, I'll tell you that, which is good. For me, he wasn't consistent enough play to play, but he did deal with a bunch of injuries and some some uh, family troubles. So it, it when the mock drafts first started coming out, he was going in the top 10. Now I see him dropping down into the 40s, sometimes okay. 50s. No clue late, where this goes. Late
1: twenties go. is probably about the earliest he go. I've seen again. Yeah, um, it, it's odd. Like every player we talk about, I see a, a mock somewhere that has him going to the Eagles. That's like, like every player we in, in the draft going to the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles well, are picking you two one, picks. two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> you got
0: two picks in the first round. One of them's late. One of them's early. So yeah. you kind of get overlap where you could you can take anyone. Uh, I think t- there's one... not
1: really a tackle in this draft that's going to even sniff the first round maybe not even oh, the second round i think
0: so who i don't know i think i think Kalaja Cancy has a chance hmm? um he's undersized 6'1 281 but the dude ran a four six seven forty, yeah, set fast. the record he's
1: fast. for defensive
0: lineman in the 40 and, right and and he also is coming from where
1: wait you guys but i don't i don't know
0: right yes so, i
1: thought you were going back to the high schools again sorry oh sorry
0: my fault. So did Aaron Donald, who was also an undersized defensive yeah. tackle. So teams are going to look at that. I mean, he's not Aaron Donald, obviously not even close and, you know, take, take the comparison, you know, as you will. He, for me, I watch it. He has great snap anticipation. He's getting off the line quick, quick, quick. He, along with Keon White, I watch him do a swim move and a spin move on the same play. He's got some tricks up his sleeve. Now, obviously you're an undersized guy um he would get muscled around a little bit sometimes but i see him going in the first round in a lot yeah, of mocks he
1: could. i'm looking and and he, he he actually could let he could slide in 25 or later now for him he missed a he needed about
0: a half second for the quarterback to hold on the ball a half second longer a bunch and he'd had a ton of sacks
1: yeah but he had 14 um, or the last two years anyway yeah.
0: yeah i know and i dude i'm telling you there were many many times in the film I watched where he was just just there but couldn't get it done
1: looking at a mock right now that has him going 26 to the Cowboys yeah
0: yep yeah. i'll give you one that nobody's talking about except me i guess but siaka ika i really liked him
1: uh from Baylor he's i am going to be honest with you i've never heard of that person at dude check him out man Six. oh look right eight. now he's ranked 13th okay out
0: of 6'3", three, 335. He is big, but he was also quick off the line. And then I wrote in my notes, strong like bull. I watched him push a double team four yards into the backfield. He's good at disengaging from blockers. You got the that, one Samoan, thing that was
1: weird, Samoan power like the rock.
0: Yes, definitely. I'll tell you what was weird is that he. I watched him miss tackles, like from running backs. In the backfield, yeah. and I don't know how you're 335 pounds and you're missing tackles. Right here,
1: he, however, has never displayed elite tackling ability. That see,
0: there you go. I mean, I'm I'm seeing it with my eyes, man. Uh, I watched the BYU film. I think they only double teamed him. I don't think he faced a single man-to-man one-on-one block that entire game. He yeah. still looked good. He's you know not getting pushed down the field. He's sitting in the double team. If you're if you're running a three-four and you need a big, strong nose tackle, uh, this is your guy, man. He's going to plug up the middle, and uh, he's got some pass rush juice a little bit. So,
1: Yeah, I I'm like reading him. here, it's difficult to give him anything higher than a third-round grade, but he might be overdrafted due to the lack of quality nose tackles in this class.
0: Yes, I do not. He is not going to go in the first round. Maybe he'll sneak into the second, but personally, I liked him.
1: It's funny, reading about him, It's it's – a lot like you were talking about Levis. Like I'm reading it, this very in-depth scouting report. It's like everything they say is negative, yet they still have him going in the third round. right? <laughs> Plays too uh-huh. high, misses tackles, gets pushed around because he's too high, blah, 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 blah.
0: I didn't see him in the film that I had. I didn't see him get moved around very much.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just telling you what I'm reading. I, I have not seen any oh, yeah. film Listen. On this fella because I had, not, I mean, how I had much, not looked into
0: him. How much film do you think you can find? Probably on, how much
1: you, you'd you'd be looking right. for pit you'd be looking more for pit skill players and just have to spot him and see what he's doing on the play. Baylor. He's or Baylor he's sorry, sorry, yeah. we were pit the player four. Yeah. have to look at Baylor skill players and then just find him at the beginning of each play. Uh right. It's tough to find film with him in it. So I I mean I saw two,
0: three games of his. It's not mm-hmm. like I have a, you know, I don't have the film in the back. I can go I yeah. can go grab. He's
1: a uh, big but boy. Mazi
0: Smith. Mozzie Smith, do anything for you? Again, no, I didn't look at, at that at all. He's from Michigan. He's another big boy, 6'3", 223. Some people have him sneaking into the back end because he's extremely athletic, very strong, 34 reps on the bench at the uh, combine. I tell you what's weird, though, for being as athletic and strong as he is, the dude had, I think, half a sack. Um, I didn't see that his motor was incredibly high, kind of didn't just you know chase plays down the field, kind of leisurely. So he's not really for me, but um, he is big and he what is. What do you have him weighing? I it. see
1: one thing calling him three twenty three, another one three thirty seven.
0: Well, when you're those guys, that can happen. That's a trip to Golden Corral for him.
1: But still ran a four eight five. Can you yes. imagine being three hundred thirty pounds and yeah. run a four eight five? How yeah. would you stop? Doing... How do you stop? Do you just <laughs> not? not... <laughs> I just keep on stop going when you hit something, something or fall. That's
0: that's it man i don't know all right last position this one will take two minutes maybe maybe
1: three there's not much to talk about here and three of the guys that you could even consider being a linebacker we've already talked about (laughs) Uh, right anderson Uh, wilson and smith
0: yeah so uh of, for my notes as a whole for this class, I wrote that this might be the one position in the draft where not a single player is going to be drafted in the first round.
1: Not not a true linebacker, right? Not a true hundred percent linebacker. Yes, correct.
0: Uh, who's your Who's your favorite? I only have three guys.
1: I mean, the only ones that were that that are, there's four that have a chance of maybe going second round: Drew Sanders, Derek Hall, Trent Simpson, Jack Campbell. Um, so. I did
0: not even bother with Dare call. I haven't heard enough buzz to put him in the first round contention. Gotcha. Trenton Trenton Simpson's my least favorite of the of the other three. He's fast. I I know, but I don't need that from a middle linebacker. I mean, Typically it's nice right. to have. You need a guy that he can six, tackle. He's six two two thirty five. Have we just did we just talk about another player yeah. the same size? Nolan Smith. It's he he the guy he played in the slot a lot. The slot. Supposed to be a linebacker. Yeah,
1: he'd be covering tight ends and slot receivers. Don't get me wrong. This guy can run. He, and he, he
0: has no problems doing that slot receivers, tight ends, running backs. But yeah. I didn't see any real pass rush moves. Is he strong enough? What position is he going to play? Get bigger.
1: He's one of those guys, again, a great football player, but doesn't have a true position. Not at the how NFL about, level. You can't be this little and play middle linebacker. You're just going to get pushed off the ball, thrown around. There's a receiver about, that's bigger than him,
0: Jeremiah Wusu is that who that was was that what his name was i uh, don't know the linebacker that i think the uh browns end up drafting like i don't know three four years ago I don't, I don't remember i'll look him up real quick but he was in the same position he he was an incredible playmaker on the field in college and the whole question was you know where's he going to get drafted and and after he's drafted what position is he going to play um and it hasn't been great for him. jabril peppers does that do anything for you
1: See the see who's the one in Arizona that we are concerned oh, about his position. That's Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, which
0: is interesting because he played for Clemson just like Trenton Simpson.
1: Yeah, but he's another one, and he really struggled that first year. He really came around this last year. I think he, PFF had him graded pretty high, but that year one, they didn't know they didn't know where to put him. He didn't know where to be, and it was just like a man without a without a place, without a home. Jeremiah-
0: Jeremiah wusu Moa, I was right from the, from Notre Dame. He's 6'1", ish uh, when he came out in the draft in twenty twenty. He got who drafted was that other
1: the the like the Samoan fellow linebacker years ago from Notre Dame that came out again didn't really have a real position. Um, what was his? That's name? who you're
0: ta- That's who I'm talking about. I think that's who you're thinking of.
1: The dude from Notre Dame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, great football player, was like finalist for every award under the sun, but then got drafted and didn't do much because he didn't really have a real position. Right. Too big for some, too small for others, too not fast enough for another one.
0: Yep. Um, All right. So, for me, I thought I liked Drew Sanders more than Jack Campbell, but the more I get into Jack Campbell, I don't know. Just flip a coin. Give me one of them. I'll be fine. Probably not in the first round, maybe at the very, very end. Uh, Drew Sanders from Arkansas. Very good read and react. He's got a bull rush when he's blitzing. He's effective with it. He navigates very well through traffic, which you're going to need from an inside linebacker. And he can get off blocks. Good to use a little more work there, but uh, he was good enough in coverage. My favorite is that he started as an edge um, and he transferred from Alabama. So Alabama's backup, and he's one of the best linebackers in the country. Alabama's backups are some of the best players in the nation. Yep. So I mean, just the amount of talent they have. Dude, He had 100 tackles, nine and a half sacks, he was very impressive. Um, and I just throw Jack Campbell out there because, again, not a lot. He's from Iowa. Iowa's got lots of folks coming out in the draft this year. 6'5", 250, supremely athletic. I think he got a 9.98 relative athletic score um, in terms – it's only out of 10. Okay, so he's one yeah. of the most athletic linebackers ever, anywhere. He led the FBS in tackles, I think it was 143 as a junior and then this past year as a senior was the Buckus Award winner for the best linebacker in the nation, first team All-American this past year. The thing I thought was weird is I don't know how good he is in coverage, which is odd because he's so athletic. I think he ran like a – I can't remember what his 40 time was, but he's super athletic. Campbell, so Yes. four-six-five. And See, that's a lot slower than you think for someone that is as athletic as he is for his size. He's also um, he's, 250, I mean – Right, and he's got some height, 6'5", right? Yeah. But the dude rarely misses a tackle, and if you have a defense where you can keep him in the box, he can definitely shine. Uh my favorite part about him though is he's been working with Luke Keekley. And oh, that can't can not hurt you, right? And guess who needs a linebacker in the late first Buffalo, whose head coach Sean McDermott who was the defensive coordinator for Carolina and Luke Keekley.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that could work out nicely. Put the put that little those little stats in your back pocket and hold on to them. I like that. I'm gonna I don't have any back pockets right now though. Sorry. You don't even have pants on. No, I do. Shorts. Okay. I don't, most I don't tennis shorts don't have back pockets because you're not putting anything in there. Plus I wanna okay. be able to see the beautiful roundness of my buttocks. Okay. Okay. Well, off the rails. Off not the rails. Fans, I'm not gonna stick a wallet like that big in my tennis shorts. What are you gonna keep your coupons? free guitar lessons
0: <laughs> oh man do you have uh, anything dude, else oh, no any I skies? don't
1: but dude Jack Campbell I think is the guy he's going to go probably mid to late second round Yeah, could have a long very successful career
0: right so Philly I'll, I'll be okay if you trade back if someone wants to hop off for Henn and Hooker or whoever else trade back at you know 30 get in the even if you're in the upper half of the second round Take a linebacker for once in your life. I know you took to Kobe Dean last year in the third round, but the dude is barely larger than I am.
1: Did he do anything? I mean, did he have, did he play much? I think he played
0: well on, I think he played well on special teams. Yeah. But guess what? They lost both of their, two of their linebackers. Yeah. So someone's got to fill those shoes. And as of right now, I believe it's him. So do you think
1: so, because when this was happening during the draft last year, you and I were like, what is going on? Not is this everyone. one of those things where maybe the NFL execs were right for once and like this guy's just too little?
0: Maybe everyone. I mean, the people you're watching, Mel Kiper and Todd McShay and Daniel Jeremiah and all those guys. And they're just like, what is going on? I think Daniel Jeremiah had him as a top 15 overall player for the entire draft. Yeah. In his draft prospects, as far as talent goes. I don't know, man. We'll just we, we'll find we, out. We're
1: like Quay Walker went ahead of him. He was like his backup, and he went a round and a half ahead of him. We're like, what is going on? Of course, Quay Walker likes to beat up referees and such, but that's besides the point. Or no, he beats up the emergency personnel. My bad. My bad, not referees. <laughs> oh it was so funny when i read when he first did it's like what was that and next thing you know he's getting kicked out of the game never in my life have i seen a football player go after an emergency personnel
0: (laughs) i don't even know i I got nothing
1: it was bizarre wasn't it yes it's very strange why would you attack the emergency personnel who are coming out here to help one of your fallen comrades (laughs) and you decide you don't like his attitude you're going to knock him over? The hell with you. Let him be hurt.
0: Oh gosh. Uh <laughs> that's all I got man.
1: <laughs> so the draft is in 2 weeks. Yes. So are we going to do a Very mock exciting. draft next week or what? We're going to go back and forth. We're going to invite a third oh, wow. person on to do a couple picks. What do you want to do? You know what? We are
0: we're going to have to quickly cover corners
1: and oh, yeah. safety. Great.
0: Um and then probably the first half, maybe the first fifth 50-
1: 15 picks, go back and forth, and then we'll do the next, the following picks the, the week after. Oh, well, and then we'll have to make sure we have it done before Thursday then, that, that next yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, we can do that. Awesome. I'm excited. Wow. We can even get through as much as we want, and then whatever's left over finish the next week if we find ourselves a couple extra minutes. Because then yeah. we'll have more to yeah. so talk in case anything develops leading up to the draft that week. And then for the draft, do you want to do like a live thing? We probably shouldn't, Kevin. Oh, because you have too much
0: bourbon in you? I, I'm not as professional during during the draft as I am during this you show. You are as
1: long as you stay off the bourbon.
0: Um no, no. I I'm 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 not drinking anything, Kevin. I'm not gonna it's drink any
1: bourbon during the draft. Are you for it's real?
0: The Eagles, it's the Eagles' fault. That's what gets me fired up. Because Why, they no, never because, do it.
1: that's all the better people want to see and hear one. the 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 wonderful gut reactions visceral even reactions that i've gotten experience over the years from you don't no. don't you want the listeners to, to be you a part of that it.
0: you only want it because you know i'm going to get pissed off and i'm going to yell and I, and i'm going to be angry and you just want it to be recorded that's all That's all you want
1: I, I, yes, I admit that I want everyone to be able to experience these great things that I've gotten to see and hear over the years. It's, it's truly remarkable. My favorite is when you just basically turn your phone off and won't react to anyone because you're so mad. That was, that was, I dream in life, especially since your team's doing so well now for another Jalen Rager level experience, blow up, whatever you want to call it. To see and hear that all over again, and then to see how it worked out over the years, watching JJ just catching balls between five people with one hand, I just want to one time for all these people to experience the level of angst and ferocity that goes through you while watching the draft.
0: I would never wish something like, like that upon you, Kevin.
1: Well, you might as well. The Rams are trash. You don't need to wish, something, They're already trash. You at least have a solid team who will likely be in the Super Bowl again this year. My team will be lucky to stay ahead of the Browns in the division. <laughs> After all, they did uh, sign Nelson Aguilar. Uh, That's that, going be a big I, help. Okay.
0: I did get a little bit of enjoyment out of
1: that. <laughs> I know you did. You're laughing when it happened. It's a total freaking train wreck. So give the uh, people what they want. Let them see a classic. Robert Lewis Wall, blow up.
0: The people is Kevin.
1: Well, it's true that I want it probably more than they do, but still, it'd be nice for posterity. All right.
0: I'm out of here, dude. We'll see what happens.
1: Okay, Jalen Rager.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check us out. out. Facebook, Spotify, even Twitter, man. I've been doing better with the Twitter. Get your bell on football podcast. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you all in a week. See ya.